What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Curveballs and Chair Shots. My name is Brandon Tangoma, sitting electronically more than six feet away from me is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, how are you doing today? Well, Brandon, it is 745 here on Friday afternoon. I'm on my second alcoholic adult beverage. I feel I feel pretty goddamn. Oh, okay, I'm not drunk. I'm not tipsy. I just feel good, man. You know, just bro, I feel good. How are you? I heard I heard through the grapevine that it might have been someone's first day working. That's why we're doing this at such late hours. Dominic on the nose, 745 doing his weatherman voice once again. We thought possibly later in the week or later in the months, we're going to have to change times, maybe days, because Dominic has a new job. We talked about it, but your boy actually has a new job. Well, I guess a job finally. So, yes, I started today. Woke up at like seven o'clock, did all these fucking articles and stuff like that. And here we are 12 hours later. I'm dying. I'm we're, not, we're not going to shit talk it, right? No, of course not. Because they, they might gonna, be listening. Yeah, they might be listening. But if you want to ask me any questions, you know, maybe after the podcast when no one's listening, then feel free. But uh, yeah, so maybe I can link one down in the description. You guys can click on it, you know, get some extra views. And if people if the people see that my things have extra views, they'd be like, oh, damn, bro, you're so cool. Your editing skills are amazing. Here's extra money. So hope boy out. Better sponsorship than raise energy, right, Dominic? Going to make us more money. I mean, if it if it happens, it happens. But you know, let's be honest. Fuck Rays. We don't give a fuck about them anymore. They don't want to respond to my emails, then they can get their money somewhere else. If you want a, a raging headache and also just piss out your ass, then Rays Energy is the drink for you, right, Dominic? I mean, I I kind of liked it, but you know. Well, from someone else's take i was perfectly fine with it you know i don't really get headaches or like you know stomach ailments from drinks and eating stuff but one anonymous source we will say did not have a very pleasant experience with the raise energy when it comes to their digestive system is that one of the uh other dudes if you know what i mean maybe maybe a friend of me oh his little baby tommy can't handle it <laughs> Anyway, so I'm very excited, also very nervous for this episode because I don't know how I'm going to hold up. I definitely don't know how the hell Dominic is going to hold up. So let's just get into it. We are not going to do our weekly MLB standings because we have a shit ton of NFL stuff to talk about. Yes, we have the draft, but we had some big news happen before the draft even started. So we're going to get into that and then we're going to do our full draft rundown. Teddy Bridgewater, he has been traded from the Carolina Panthers to the Denver Broncos for a sixth round pick Panthers acquired Sam Darnold uh, in the off season. So we kind of was wondering, okay, what does this mean for Teddy Bridgewater? Now we know what this means. Teddy goes to Denver. And if I can just kind of quickly look and see what Denver did, they grabbed the quarterback at this moment. I do not believe so, but Dominic, your thoughts on Teddy Bridgewater going over to old mile high is Teddy big Dick. The answer for all the John Elway's problems. Oh, fucking no. I, I mean, I'll, I'll give it to Denver. Teddy, definitely. Well, I wait, wasn't Flacco, 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 Joe. They, they've it's... had too many quarterbacks for me within, to keep track of. Within the past couple of years, yeah. But, I mean, I would say Teddy's a, definitely a, an upgrade of sorts. Now, how he'll do, I don't know. 
I, I, I don't see anything really coming from this. I see him maybe being a placeholder until they can either a draft a quarterback that is high caliber, you know, big upside, or if they can trade for someone else. So I don't really see much coming from Teddy in Denver. I do see them winning, but not enough to be contending. Well, in the draft, they did have the ninth overall pick. And at that point, Justin Fields was still on the board. There were some, you know, if they wanted to reach for a quarterback, they could have. Justin Fields was kind of the big one. And Mac Jones, both of those were still out there. They could have gotten them, did not. I kind of agree with you. Teddy Bridgewater is definitely an upgrade over the, you know, carousel of quarterbacks they've had for the past few years, ever since they had Peyton Manning hobble his way to a Super Bowl. But Teddy Bridgewater, maybe it's kind of their way of tanking and they kind of like a competitive tank to where he's good enough, but they'll always be, you know, maybe top 10 ish area. Don't see them competing definitely in the uh, AFC West because the Chiefs got that on lock. We'll talk about what the other teams in that division did. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just mainly talking about it because it is a quarterback on the move and he's going to be the starter most likely. So do you think this? How do you think this affects their like scheme? Do you think they're going to, because Teddy, he's just a run of the mill, you know, he's not going to run. He's more of just a pocket passer. Do you think that's kind of the way they look at things? And well, maybe... I, I mean, I think they, if correct me if I'm wrong, which <laughs> let's be honest, I'm probably wrong, but um, I'm pretty sure they made some moves this off season. The, they have a, uh, not, I'm not going to say a very lackluster receiving core, but they do have some weapons. Um, you know, Teddy, his caliber of, of play, might do pretty good in my opinion now like i said do i see them putting up you know nine wins ten wins no but like you said a a competitive tank more than you know yeah i very i don't yeah he ain't gonna do good fuck it there you go the disrespect for espn to have drew lock as the starter over teddy bridgewater i mean come on people at least they put him over Brett Rippon and hey, he knows the he knows he knows the system though. So if Teddy after, can't after two days, I hope Drew Locks knows more of the system than Teddy Bridgewater. But anyways, what you mean, whatever. Yes, Melvin Gordon, they're running back. They do not have uh, what's his face, Afro dude. Thanks for the help, Dominic. Uh, well, I mean, you just you just thrown Philip Lindsay. Thank you, Dominic, for the help. Racist uh, court. I. I could have been a little more racist, but I held back. Cortland Sutton, uh, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, Noah Fant, the receivers. I mean, Jerry Judy didn't exactly show off his skills. That I think some people thought he could have done. It's a little disappointing rookie season. I like C.D. Lamb, and look what happened. See, when we talk about the draft, when we talk about the draft picks and who I liked and who I don't like, I kind of sometimes mostly pull it out of my ass, but I also get things right. Listen back to the tape, folks. Well, what I was going to ask was, I know last year we were speculating, oh, who are the Raiders going to take? Oh, it's probably Jerry Judy. Actually, no, I think it was, you no, know, it was Judy or Ruggs. And I think everybody or was. Lamb. No, I think Lamb was already taken by then, I thought. Well, now I got, Dominic, now I got to check the tape. Well, I can, I can spiel off for a second. But, I mean, I know we were discussing it. Oh, who are they going to take? They need a receiver, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it turns out they went with rugs and that was, you know, we all talked about it. That was the Al Davis move was a guy who can sprint down the fucking field. He may not catch it every fucking time, but he's definitely, you know, he's going to outrun. I think uh, that that Kansas City dude, was it Hill? 
Tyreek Hill, I think. Whatever. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, he's kind of okay, but I, I think his name's Tyreek Hill. I'm not exactly sure. With the 12th overall pick in the 2020 NFL draft, the Las Vegas Raiders selected Henry Ruggs, the third, the first wide receiver taken in the draft. Jerry Judy went 15th, and CeeDee Lamb went at 17th. But like I was saying, though, that was a very Al Davis move was to go for the fastest may not be the, you know, the best route runner or, you know, the best 100%. pick to make. Yeah. But, you know, it was still a decent. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to lie. It was a decent pick still, you know, somebody that, you know, can still run down the field. But with Carr not being able to chuck it down the field as far, you know, maybe you shouldn't went with somebody like Judy. But the question I have, though, sorry for the big spiel is if they would have picked judy or lamb over rugs do you think the outcome of the season would have been different the issue with the raiders was not their offense it was their defense now could cd lamb put up 21 28 35 more points than henry rugs probably but would that have helped them in the long run probably not because We've seen with the Raiders defense, and we will talk about it. They address it a little bit here in these first few rounds. You know, it's kind of, you can score as many points as you want, but that defense is going to give up even more more regardless. You always got to hold on to the ball last if you want to ensure a victory with that Raiders trash secondary. Point taken. Now let's go over this year's draft because it's more important than last year's, right? Brandon, we all knew this was going to happen. Some dude named Trevor Lawrence. Well, before we talk about oh, that, Dominic, I, know. I was trying to do, I was trying to do good here. Well, if you had the script in front of you, it's not like you don't have a laptop so you can go multiple screens. You would have seen, and this was maybe the biggest news of the entire day because we all knew Trevor Lawrence was going to go number one. Yes, we all kind of wondered where all the quarterbacks would lie, but we still got the biggest quarterback news of the day was Aaron Rodgers. We've gone back and forth pretty much this entire podcast talking about What's going on with Aaron Rodgers? Is he leaving? He hates Mike McCarthy. He hates Matt LaFleur. And now, apparently, after this season, he is done with the Packers. And then it also came out today that he's possibly contemplating retirement. He's going to go fuck off and go host Jeopardy, apparently. Yeah, big fucking wolf who gets to sit here, whatever. Dominic, are you going to apply to be the new Jeopardy host? I think you'd be a great job. You do a great job at it. As long as you can pronounce the words, which we've seen <laughs> during the UFC segments. Could be a little bit of a struggle, but as long as they maybe spell it out phonetically for you, I think you got a, a decent shot. I mean, I, I will say, and this is a true story, and it's, you know, I doubt anyone from my old job knows is listening, but I do have a coworker who, who goes by the name of Tony. Shout out and Tony. what? Shout out Tony. Shout out Tony. Unless not Tony, because we hate him. Do we like Tony? Uh, I'm not. He's not my favorite. But I mean, I'm Man, not going to tell you he's a bitch. Yeah, he is. But um, anyways, um, he literally spelled, uh, you know, on the sign out sheet for the radios, he spelled it toe, T-O-E space knee, K-N-E-E, because people at his other job, not going to name where it's at. Ma'am, I'll tell you. I'll tell you after the podcast, because, you know, I don't want to be, you know, canceled. But let's just say they're not uh, very smart on how to spell his name. How do you mess up Tony? I mean, I, I would like I, to hear a pronunciation of Tony. Tony? <laughs> well, I guess. well, his so he's technically his te- name is technically Antonio, but he goes by Tony. 
Uh, he's this older Filipino dude. And um, at his other job, I guess they like, I guess they allow you to pick how like your name badge. And he spelled it T-O-E space K-N-E. It's Tony. So. No, so this, is just a, this is just a gimmick he was doing. OK, shout out to Tony. Is he related to Tomater? No. Okay, I just wanted to make sure he wasn't related to a talking tow truck. Just wanted to clear all of my spaces. But back to the Aaron Rodgers news, Dominic. Do you believe it? Is it just a smoke screen before we ha- we headed into the draft? Will we see? I mean, we thought we covered the uh, Tom Brady saga. We were kind of skeptical, but now that we've seen it with Tom Brady, are we going to see it again with Aaron Rodgers? I mean, where where would he? I mean, he has I a would, list. I can bring up the list. I know the list is maybe the Broncos, the Raiders, and I, maybe the 49ers. I can't exactly remember, but, you know, Bay Area guy. So he's, you know, likes the Raiders. I know he's got some heat with the uh, 49ers because they didn't draft him, but I can pull it up real quick. I, I will like, say. All these draft pitchers is fucking me up. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I will 49ers, say. 49ers, Broncos, and Raiders. I will say I would love for him to throw on silver and black one time just because, I mean, even, you know, I'm probably going to get some shit for this, but I would say Aaron Rodgers right now, I would love to see more than Derek Carr just because I know Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that is a hot take that Aaron Rodgers is better than Derek Carr. You know what, Brandon? I don't need to put up with this shit, okay? I don't got to put up with it. I have a new friend, okay? Is it Tony? No, his name is Stabador. Is that like Czechoslovakian? That's Rob, the guy we play fucking Call, Call of Duty with. We used to play Call of Duty with because I don't play Call of Duty anymore now because I have a real job. Fuck off. You work from home, pussy. Yeah, I work. It was so nice. I was just sitting in my bed for hours. That's so why I'm not going to sit here and make it seem like I'm doing hard labor like what Dominic's going to be doing with AT&T. It was more just like a mental grind waking up, stressing about what the fuck I was going to do. And then what did I do? I was just on Google Docs the entire time, which is the exact same thing I did in college. So there you go. Stressing out about nothing, which is what I normally like to do. Are you, uh, do you still have your other job? Possibly. We have to work it out with my, uh, my employee, my former employer to possibly, I mean, you know, maybe we just do something to where it's more like just about medical more than like, you know, actually like paying out. We're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to talk to the, uh, my lawyers. We're going to figure it out. Can we get to the draft now? Come on. Okay, fine. We'll talk about the draft. We have some questions. We're going to kind of meld uh, Mr. Friends and X's questions of the week. Boom. Nailed that one. Uh, So we have Trevor Lawrence going number one overall to the Jacksonville Hagwires. Trevor Lawrence is all elite. Dominic, when do we see Trevor Lawrence in an AEW ring? I I have a vision of him cosplaying as Orange Cassidy. I would say... Blood and guts. Okay, we're going to see him next week. We have seen Urban Meyer on television, not exactly in the ring, but we've seen him in backstage, maybe talking to Taz or something. So it's not like they haven't done the crossover before. Next week, blood and guts. He comes out and screws over Chris Jericho. It is a possibility, but let's get back on the field. Super hyped. Joe Burrow was the same last year. Did live up to the hype until his horrific knee injury. Trevor Lawrence, they got the money to spend. They're putting some pieces around him. I know you're not the big college football guy, so 
both of us are honestly kind of pulling shit out of our ass right now. But what do you, do you have super high expectations because he's been so hyped or do you just kind of temper them because he, he's still playing for the Jaguars? I mean, let's face it, it, it's the Jaguars. So, I mean, if he was going to the Patriots or, you know, any team that actually has the we'll chance of, about. we will. But if he's going to a team that actually, I would say, has a legitimate chance of contending, I'd be like, yeah, you know, fuck it. You know, live up to it. Um, now, I will say, I did read somewhere that he is undefeated since, I think, his senior year of high school or something like that. So He has not lost a regular season. He did lose in the national championship. He lost in the natty. So, but leave it to the Jaguars that are going to fucking ruin that for him day one. It's fucking sad. Hey, last season they won the first game and then like lost the rest. So Jaguars got the first game on lock the next 15 or 16 now. That's a different story. That's the sad part. Second pick, Zach Wilson, quarterback, BYU. This was also kind of a foregone conclusion. Maybe they could have went a different direction, but Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson going one and two was kind of the consensus here. I haven't seen too much of him, you know, kind of the, the lower level. Fan. I know big, big fan of Zach Wilson. So, huge. I mean, it's the jets. It's very similar to the Jaguars. We're not going to have too much high expectations. I, I will say, I believe Trevor Lawrence will be a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. And I will say there are quarterbacks taken after him. That would be better than Zach Wilson, but I don't know how bad or how good Zach Wilson will actually be. I was literally just going to ask, like, how do you already know that they're going to be better than him? I mean, let's face it. If he was taken second, there has to be something good about him. You just got to watch the tape. Possibly this could be like the 83 draft where there were so many quarterbacks taken and there was like two or three Hall of Famers. This could be a draft like that. But as we say in the wrestling portion, we shall wait and see. Then the number three pick with the San Francisco 49ers, once again, a quarterback. And this was really when the drama ramped up. It was Mac Jones, Trey Lance, maybe Justin Fields. We knew they're going in a quote. They were going to go a quarterback route. Just didn't know which one, and they go with Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State. Only one game played last season and wasn't exactly the prettiest game, but he did win it, so that's good for him. Only one game last season, not a lot of tape out on him. We thought possibly Mac Jones was a better, I don't know if say fit, but a more prototypical Matt, um, Mike, what's his name? Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan type of quarterback, very similar to Matt Ryan, Jimmy G, Trey Lance, more athletic, you know, can maybe be more of a playmaker. And maybe Shanahan wants to go in that type of direction, evolve with the game and maybe be more of like a Patrick Mahomes and uh, Deshaun Watson, a.k.a. Bill Cosby route. Well, I mean, I, I will say, I mean, Jimmy G's pretty much his biggest issue is playmaking, in my opinion. Now, I'm, I'm not I, I don't know anything about this dude. But I would have okay, to not assume, a lot of people do. Well, yeah, but I would have to assume that if Jimmy G's biggest issue is I, I, I mean, I know he has a quite a bit of interceptions, but I mean, I, I would assume that that's probably one takeaway that this guy, what's his name? Trey Lance, Trevor Lance, what's his name? Trey Lance, Tommy, get on the first Trey Lance, gotta believe, sorry, in, gotta sorry, believe sorry. yourself, gotta believe that I would assume that his decision making is pretty elite. So hopefully, you know, when he get into the red zone, if he is in that situation. You know, it'll be a perfect match with him and Shanahan's ideas. Will Trey Lance play a game, start a game for the San Francisco 49ers this year? And yes. will one of those games be in the playoffs? Yes. And is that because Jimmy G is hurt or because Jimmy G sucks? I'm going to go with he's sucking the big cock. I'm going to go with him be, being hurt 
maybe not like severe, but he's hurt enough to miss a few games. Similar to maybe Marcus Mariota and Derek Carr, but Jimmy G doesn't get his job back. Then moving on, we're not going to go through every single pick, obviously, but Kyle Pitts, tight end, Florida. He was maybe the best player overall. He's just an animal. He's a beast. They lose Hayden Hurst, replace him with Kyle Pitts. I mean, the offense of the Atlanta Falcons just keeps on trucking. I would say this is probably the pick that will shape the Falcons 2021 season. I feel like if what what was the quarterback's name? Is it Flynn? Right? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Sorry. I don't know where I got fucking Flynn from. Flynn from? I'm on my third beer. And Dominic's drunk. (laughs) I'm just saying this will, this pick will, as long as he stays healthy, this pick will make or break the Falcons this year. I think they have enough weapons. Ryan is a decent, decent of enough quarterback. This tight end, I think is a good, great, great, great choice. Yeah. I mean, I think he's going to put up a lot of numbers, especially since Hurst did leave. He can be that number one guy. And not saying he's going to win rookie of the year because if any of these quarterbacks perform at any type of level, they're going to probably be the uh, the rookie of the year. But Kyle Pitts, he might overall be the best player in this draft when we uh, look back on it 10, 15 years from now, which I, I was watching some like uh, mm-hmm. recaps of the drafts back in the day and like people mm-hmm. get their hot takes. And it's kind of funny. Like uh, I went back, was it 2017? And the guy was just kind of made like one quick quip about Patrick Mahomes just moved on. It's like, oh. That guy's going to be something one day. I yeah. know. So that was kind of fun. And then uh, rounding out the top five, Mr. X's Bengals. People were wondering, should they go offensive line? There's some really good tackles out there. Protect Joe Burrow after his knee just exploded. But no, they go the wide receiver route first. Wide receiver, all offensive top five. They are reunited from LSU. Jamar Chase. Quizzical. Pick, I would say this was kind of the first one where people was like, I don't know if that's the way to go, but they do have their relationship from LSU. They absolutely balled the fuck out a few years back. But should they have gone with those elite offensive linemen to protect Joe Burrow? Or do you add another playmaker, especially because, you know, AJ Green and some of the other guys might not be around for that much longer? I I, I agree with the decision. Now, I mean, I, I would I would be okay with, with both. Protecting him is a big thing because you give him more time, he he can find that you know needle the haystack of a throw. Now you give him another offensive weapon, you know you you can sign some fucking nobody, you know, and hope hope that they pan out and they don't. You can cut them, but you know either way, I think it was a fine choice. Um, I mean, you've already said it before. I don't fucking watch college football. I think it's fucking boring and terrible. Now, I'm sure other people have other opinions, but I just can't get into it. So, I mean, going off of this, LSU boy should should put up some good numbers with Mr. Burrow. Completely forgot that I was supposed to integrate some of the questions into this draft. So we're going to go back in time. Shout out Trap Road Hell and uh, Wayne's World. But we got a question on the Instagram. Want to follow us? Curveballs and CS. Uh, this comes from Josh underscore Guma 15 star. Who's that guy? Jeez. Star of the latest episode of trap door to hell. Whoa, 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 whoa. If he's the star, I don't think we, I don't think he could be. Okay. Guest. How about guest star? Mm. Guest appearance featuring trap door to hell featuring 
Josh underscore Guma 15. Fine. I'll okay. allow it. He asks, if you guys were the 49ers, who would you have taken Lance, Fields, or Jones at that number three spot? Now, Dominic already said he doesn't watch college football, so he's probably not going to have – I don't have a uh, definitive position to really take on this because I think all three guys have their pluses, their minuses. I think when it comes to Trey Lance, higher floor – or yeah, I'd probably say higher floor – maybe lower ceiling, but I, I don't know. I like Justin Fields. I really like what he was doing over there in Ohio state. But the one thing I know you can't compare players, yada, 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 but it's like, there's so many talented Ohio state quarterbacks that have come out and then they just don't do anything in the NFL. And I don't know if that really puts anything towards what the NFL GMs are thinking about, but I mean, man, outside of Trevor Lawrence, this dude was just one of the best players in the college. And he didn't fall as far as some people thought he would. We'll talk about that. But I think for me, if I'm going to take one of these three guys, I I think he's more of a wild card. I think he has the lowest floor. But I might have took a shot in the dark and go with uh, Justin Fields. Well, I mean, I'll answer the question if I had to go with. What was his name again? Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Okay. Justin Fields. I had to pick between. Or no, I, th- I thought he was Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. If, it, if I had to speak, <laughs> if I had to pick between Lance or Jones, I'd probably go Jones. I think he, you know, Cam because Newton. He's the only white quarterback. Is he? Yeah, the other two oh, are black. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> canceled. I, I really didn't know that. I mean, I, I'm just going off of the fact that Cam Newton didn't really put up good numbers last year. He's, you know, I know he's still technically young, but he's been through some shit not looking too well. And I feel like, you know, he, that Mac Jones could be a long-term answer for the new, new England Patriots, unless they, for some reason, draft another Tom Brady, or they get lucky with a trade and land like the next Aaron Rodgers or Pat Mahomes or something like that. So I think Mac Jones, I think is the better choice. Um, I mean, that's just, that's just my opinion, at least. That is your opinion, Dominic. And I respect it. Now, I don't know what Mr. X's draft question is, but if you want to throw it out there or do you want to wait? I don't know if it's you didn't give me a hint. So, you, Dominic, oh, you, yeah, give me um, your discretion on when we can uh, read Mr. X's draft question. I'll just, I'll just ask his draft question right now, um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll do my jingle in a minute. So his draft Stay question. Stay tuned for the weekday. Actually, it's going to be the – what would what we a knockoff Metallica? trying to think of a knockoff metallica come on come on Brandon, help me well i'm trying to go like the metal route like actual metals like what's like something the opposite of metallic i am the aluminum i don't know aluminum on uh aluminic (laughs) okay yes that's fucking terrible anyways his draft question is after the draft, how happy do you think Jer Burrow is now that he has another former teammate in Jamar Chase trading in his purple and gold tiger stripes for the black and orange stripes? Dominic, I asked you if it had to do with the Bengals, and you said no. Well, I mean, I thought... I mean, You obviously didn't read the question. Come on. I obviously need to go get another beer. Okay, well, you go grab your beer. I will answer Mr. X's question. And yes, I would assume he is very happy. Now on a personal level, 
he's probably happy. Now, on a professional level, that can be a completely different thing because he looks around and he saw what happened last year. He's like, oh, I mean, the reason I'm in this position is because I don't have an offensive line and I had a talented enough receiving core around me. I don't really need Jamar Chase, but he's my brother. We were together. We won the Natty together. We've done so many great things. Can't wait to do, you know, for a different cat team. Going from the Tigers, go Tigers, to the Bengals. So professional or personally, he's probably static. He's he can't wait to run reps with Chase. But I think on a professional level, I know we've kind of harped on this a lot. But I'll be honest, I haven't looked at the rest of the draft board, so I don't even know who the hell the Bengals even taken. But we're gonna go through the the second and third rounds and kind of see and we can react there. But because there what there hasn't there wasn't a offensive lineman taken up until that point. And yeah. when it comes to receivers, you can always go later, not saying they're it's a guarantee they're gonna hit, mm-hmm. but and those early receivers aren't a guarantee they're gonna hit either. So there you go, Dominic. Your thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts about this topic, and I will share them in a moment. Because Dominic is just going to swig his beer. Is it a beer? Is it a hard seltzer or a oh, cider? Man, it's fucking terrible. Fuck. The only reason I'm drinking is because I'm getting, trying to get rid of it. The truly iced teas. Oh, my God. Fucking and disgusting. Speaking of Josh underscore Guma 15, whatever the fuck his name is, very high on those truly iced teas. Oh, not, not a big fan. <laughs> Dude, I, when he said very high, I was like, oh, he's smoking the devil's lettuce, huh? So no, good thing you. Not. My first day at work. Joshua underscore Guma 15's last day at his job. Oh my God. He got fired. No, he's a, uh, he's leaving for another job, which <gasps> kayfabe, because he definitely is not going to listen to this. There might be a possibility that the other person, he's might've jumped the gun and, you know, quit his job before he actually has a job. So we're going to so, wait and see. No shit. Literally thought that happened to me when they pushed back my start date for AT&T. I, you know, picked up the phone call and I was like, oh, hi, this is Dominic. They're like, oh, hey. And I was just like, oh, shit. And then they're like, oh, we need to push you back. I was like, I got the job, though, right? They're like, yeah, yeah, no, you're fine. I was like, oh, thank fucking God. Thank got scared for no reason. Fucking God. Now, let's just move on down the list. We did have some trades. Uh, Devontae Smith, Heisman Trophy winner, wide receiver, not the first wide receiver taken, as we've already talked about. Uh, he goes to the Eagles. The Eagles struggled with putting some talented pass catchers around uh, Jalen Hurts. Good move. I'm really excited to see what Devontae Smith can do in the NFL, Dominic. Me too. But you know what I'm more like looking forward to, Brandon? You want to know? Is the number 11th pick that went right after that because the Bears traded up to get quarterback Justin Fields. I've already Holy kind of- fucking shit. Are you really happy? Did that really happen? I know. It's crazy, man. There were so many draft trades back and forth yeah anyways so justin fields i already talked about it. i am very high on him it's the bears more often than not it means he's probably gonna just be terrible but i am with the bears fans i'm with big cat bears are back baby you know you know what they need is another dicka that's what they fucking need they have another dicka things would get done in chicago but because is they're just like a another dicka just roaming around I mean, they need a big Dicka. I mean, Dicka was pretty big, if I think, right? Apparently, Teddy Big Dicka was on the uh, chopping block, on the trading block. Good at him. Teddy Big Dicka? Yeah. 
Teddy Bridgewater. You call him Big Dicka. He is not a big dick. He is baby fish in a fucking shark ridden pond, buddy. Okay. Okay. Then uh, just moving on down, Mac Jones, the next quarterback, Alabama. He gets taken by the New England Patriots. I thought we weren't going through all of them. I didn't go. You know, I skipped. Would you like to talk about Micah Parsons, Rashawn Slater? You know, Al- Alja, I have this Alja rock and roll, Tucker. I have this rock USC, and roll masterpiece on. ready to go, fired up, ready to go for Mr. X for his enjoyment. Well, Dominic, here, talk about your white quarterback that you love so much. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey. I don't know if that's how you got your job, buddy, but we, we, we don't just start throwing out that kind of stuff, okay? We are pro color on this podcast. I thought you were going to say we're pro white. <laughs> I'm drunk, not that drunk. Anyways, um you know, stuff, stuff. Yeah, stuff, stuff. Has Travis uh, talked any shit? I want to know. No, I maybe he might have dropped your name or said something. I it wasn't anything bad. No, no barbs yeah. there this week. Wow. Maybe maybe uh Maybe he's got some sense knocked into him finally. Quite possibly. The Raiders at the 17th pick go the offensive lineman taking tackle Alex Leatherwood from Alabama out with the old in with the new Dominic. Now, something like this, I got to ask. Since I would say basketball is more of my forte, I would put everything else more yours. But the question I have for you, is this the right pick for the Raiders? Because I feel like it's not really their rush or their tackles. It's more of their cornerbacks. So do you think this is a good pick? It was definitely one of the places they need to address because with pretty much getting rid of your entire offensive line, you need to replenish it somehow and getting one of the top guys, not the top guy in the draft, but addressing it. It's better than going out and getting another fast wide receiver because he's fast. They did address the secondary in the later rounds, which we can talk about a little bit, but I don't hate it. They did. There were some like earlier cornerbacks that got taken like way ahead of them. So maybe they were eyeballing that there was a cornerback taken later, but I, yeah, that's the uh, Caleb Farley. He's, he's from Virginia tech. I remember cause I actually watched this part where he uh, doesn't play cause he's hurt all the time. So maybe that's not the guy you wanted to take. So I'm fine with it. Don't hate it. Not super in love with it either. Not as hot takes as I did last year. Well, no, I, the only reason I just bring it up is because I feel like, you know, all the games I lost. Games are I won watched. in the trenches, Dominic. What? The game is won inside the trenches. You should know. True. You're a lineman. You're yeah, a star yeah. center for a Bohannon flag football team. So the, the only reason I bring it up is just because of the fact that all the games I, lo- I watched last year and all the ways they lost was because of the fact bye, that. Bye. Okay. Oh, shit. We got the return of the studio audience. It's been like three months. And then she's gone. Oh, okay. Anyways. No, he said the return of the studio. You want to say anything to the uh, to the studio? I mean, to the to the millions of millions. Goodbye. Okay. Anyways. Okay. I just slammed the door. She walked out my life right there. <laughs> Anyways. I thought you said uh, you're going to do it in that room because not. Well, pause. What? Well. Pause. You were going to record in that room because so it was quiet. When I went out to get another beer, 
the mascot was out the door whining. I didn't know it. And then I kicked him out and Mary's like, no, he wants to be with you. And then he was trying to jump on my brother's bed. And I was just like, okay, lay right there. That's fine. And then he kept trying to walk in the computer. And I was just like, get the book over there. And then she came in here and took him out for me. She's such a lovely lady. She is uh, shout out Antioch, California, Najee Harris, Alabama, running okay. back. Won't, talk, won't, finish, won't finish my statement. It's fine. Just fuck me. It's fine. Well, I mean, Am I allowed to finish my statement? Are you down? Is it vibes? I mean... Oh, wait. Speaking of vibes, Brandon, I did find the cream. Wait a minute. What? Are we talking about like booty hole cream? What what the fuck is going on? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Antioch, California. Stand up. Najee Harris drafted to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Love to see it. Uh, good for him. And that Steelers running back carousel kind of gets a little more confusing, but hopefully he can be a, a solid force behind old crippled Big Ben. Then right after him. And That's another nice way to put it. Another uh, running back gets taken. Travis. Travis? Travis Etienne, I think. So we get Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne, both from Clemson. So we got. Let me look up the name. I could totally pronounce it. You got this. Let's see. Uh, who? Uh, why is my fucking phone just being a little bitch? Jeez. Travis Etnani. Nailed it. Then uh, shout out my Saints. They got a defensive end. So that happened. Because that's totally what they need. Definitely what they need. Have you heard any news if, if, it's, if it's Hill or... Oh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Winston as your starting quarterback. Just like we say in NXT and AEW, going to have to wait and see. All right, moving on into the second round. The uh, 49ers, or the, well, I guess the 49ers did trade with the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Raiders traded up and got a safety. Trevin Mohirig. Mo-rig. Mo Mo Mohirig. Mo Mohirig. Mohirig. From old TCU. So they addressed the offensive line and the secondary, two places of needs. You like this pickup, Dominic? And going aggressively after him, trading up to get him. I mean, I, I would say safety would be a decent start. They're now, saying on this thing that he is the number one ranked safety. Well, then he better fucking act like a number one safety because every time they fucking get someone who is, oh, this guy is a good safety, a good cornerback, a good, you know, fucking rush tackle, blah, blah. They don't fucking do anything or they get hurt. So maybe this guy does something. Maybe it'll change my opinion about him. But right now he's a fucking piece of shit. Dominic, I would like to ask for you to pronounce the 52nd overall pick in the NFL draft. He is an inside linebacker from Notre Dame. Okay, we got Jeremiah Owasu Korhoma. Great pick. Is that close? Great. No. I don't, I don't know. How am I supposed to know these things? Uh, Jeremiah. Let's talk about Jeremiah, huh? Jer- I mean, Jeremiah getting inside linebacker that the uh, that Cleveland defense just keeps on getting better. Hopefully, old Jeremiah can can do some good then let's speaking, go jeremiah speaking of the number two safety ranked andre cisco 
I can pronounce that name. He goes number one in the third round to the to the Hagwar. So what about for, the 60th so overall pick, Pete Wiener? How did I miss that? Is his name actually Pete Wiener? <laughs> no, I just want to be an asshole. <laughs> Werner. Well, I do have like a little smudge on my laptop, so it kind of looked like an eye. Almost had me there for a second. I call him Pete Wiener just to have fun now. Mr. Win- Wiener, who was inside linebacker, do good on those Saints, Mr. Wiener. Yes. The ooh, nice. The Bengals had the 69th overall pick, and they take Joseph Osai from Texas, defensive end. Nice pick up there, Mr. X. Hope you have fun watching Joseph Osai. All right, we're not fucking around, man. Let's get the Raiders to it, go though. back to back 79, 80. They get an outside linebacker and another safety. What number is this safety? This safety number is 17. So kind of a reach on that one. Are we over this shit yet? Yeah, pretty much, because I don't think the Raiders have any more picks. That's really all we talk about after we talk after the first round. Okay. So we're let's... done with sports, Dominic. So it's time to go over to the mailbag, otherwise known as. Oh, oh, here we go. Why isn't it playing? What the fuck? Why isn't it playing? Shout out the con candy guy at the A's game. We just snagged the ball. Oh my God. It's not playing. Brandon. His, mouth, his mouth and nose is just wide open, oh but it's God. okay. He's fully vaccinated. Right, Dominic? Because he's an essential worker and and people, important people like him need to get the vaccine before Dominic does. True. Okay. Let's try this again. It's not fucking playing. What the fuck? My volume up. My volume's up. What the fuck? You're connected to some Bluetooth like down the street and just blaring someone out. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. Hang on. Let's see. Turn off Bluetooth. Try this again. Nope. Still not working. Oh, Brandon, talk about something. I gotta fix it. It's a good song. Do you have your do you have it on uh silent? Do you turn turn your sounds on? No, it would just it was working before we did the podcast. What the fuck? Oh, got stage fright. I mean he went limp dick on me. I'm very disappointed right now. Cause this one works, right? That one works. Okay. That one sounded kind of funky. Well, that was the same one from last week. No, nope, you don't want to work for some reason, huh? He, unless it's the original, which I didn't really start playing for like a long period of time. Like I was. Nope. I guess I got to download another one of my original songs hang on let's see uh, let's do number five i don't know what the what number five is this is how much time i have in my hands that don't work anymore this is either gonna be fucking trash or it, it, this is i never did this before brandon so you ready for this a one a two a scheduled deadly do mr x is here mr x yeah he has good questions yeah no it's trash, huh? Well, are you gonna actually do the whole bit? I don't oh, care. It's trash. I don't care what you what? do. Just do the bit. Dance, monkey. It's fucking trash. I don't like it. Let's go back to the original. Can't go wrong with the original, right? All right, one more time. One more time. Sorry. I want to skiddly diddly do. Mister. X's questions of the fucking week, motherfucker. We got the explicit remix version. You should just sing all the questions with the background sound on. You want me to try it? I can try. <laughs> all right. Take it for the top. All right. Hang on. All right. Let's go. One, two, three, go. 
All right. Oh, yeah. it turns off. That's fucking stupid. Can I keep it going? Let's see. Hang on. I'm trying to figure this out on the fly. Hang on. Let's see. Fade out. No. So when the studio audience comes in and yells at me for taking up all this time, you need to tell her, oh, no, it was me because I was fumbling through my phone trying to find beats. Shut the fuck up. Anyways, Mr. X, I'm going to get a good one one day for you. Anyways, Mr. X, he says hello there. Hello. Hi. Hmm? <sighs> Do we need to talk about it? I guess we have to. We have to address it, okay? Chris Weidman? 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 Weidman. Dear God, that was a nest. That was nasty to watch. Can he come back from this injury, especially since he's an older fighter? Can he? Yes. Should he? Will he? Probably not. Saw with Alex Smith. Showed up. Was like, oh, you know, I, I can come back. I can do it. Can I come back at a high level and take my team to the Super Bowl? No, but Chris Weidman is up there in age. I believe he's 37 and Ooh, that, that leg injury is just so gruesome and so nasty. And like, it's one thing for that to happen to someone, but for it to happen to the other guy of the Anderson Silva incident. I mean, that is just insane. Dominic, I know you don't watch UFC, but did you watch the clip? Have you seen the leg break? Can we, if you haven't, well, can, I can mean, we get a live response to it? I mean, I'm a little disappointed in you, Brandon, that fact that, this day and age, you're so immersed in Instagram and Twitter and Twitch and fucking Venmo and shit. And yet you don't follow me on Facebook. I mean, I know you follow me, but like you didn't see that. I you don't follow people on Facebook. You're friends with people on Facebook. See, yeah, I open Facebook. With, I fucking the first... shared the clip, asshole. All right. Jeez. You don't care about me, man. <laughs> no, it's that I don't care about Facebook. I feel like we've grown apart. Oh, my God. Dominic shared a link. Disneyland is selling a hot dog inside a fried pickle with a side of peanut butter. Wow, that's like fucking so long ago. For April before, a piece of shit. You know that? You're a piece of shit. Gadoline bubble gun. Ooh, that's crazy. It's so cute. You're a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Classic. Now we're just going to go through Dominic's Facebook page. God damn. Oh, shit. Did I just break the chair? No, I didn't. Okay, good. And then the worst part is that he lands. It's one thing for him to just wrap his leg around the dude, but then he lands on it and that thing just goes sideways. I mean, not squ- I don't get squeamish, but. By God. By God, it's Kane. Yes. Okay. Thank you. And I, I had to do that just to. Get the fucking there's like 20 questions. Come on. Anyways, one of friends on. on Facebook with Dominic. Uh, hit him up and follow us on Facebook. What is that, Dominic? Curveballs and chair shots. It's not a fucking Twitter handle. Just look it up. You'll find us. You guys are smart. Okay. Okay. Is a rematch for the Bantam Weight title between Valentina Shekka. This last week, Dominic. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I know. I got this. Valentina Shevchenko. Shout out Mitch Moreland hitting a dinger. Uh, Shevchenko is what we're looking for. Fuck Shevchenko. Fucking Jesus. And Amanda Nunes. The only fight that makes sense right now for both of these women, especially 
after how dominant Valentina looked this past weekend. And by the way, Mr. X, please, for the love of God, first names only. Seems to be the last names I fuck up on. You trying to make me look bad? Come on, man. Jeez. I thought that's, I thought this was the entire point of the podcast, just to make you look bad. I mean, I feel like you and him are uh, purposely trying to make me look bad. A little offended. At least Ty Gundy 27 didn't chime in on an Instagram question. But he's a hardworking man, I've heard. I, I mean, if he chimed in, I might drive out the Discovery Bay and teabag a motherfucker. Consensually. Mm. We're not here for sexual misconduct, which well, I didn't put this on the on the uh, script, but Roberto Alomar, Hall of Fame second baseman, one of the greatest defensive players of all time. He's banned from the MLB because he got his sexual misconduct and stuff. Not good. Not good. So, I mean... If crazy. Ty, he was if just Ty Gundy wants to send out a message next week. Don't be Roberto Alomar, kids. Yes. But, you know, if he wants to put out a message next week about anything that is not uh, about this podcast, sports, wrestling in general, if it's, a, if it's a shot at me, homeboy better protect his holes. I don't know if this is going to get you more fired up, Dominic. But Tyler doesn't actually listen to the podcast. Travis does. So maybe he can relay the message. To Ty Gundy 27, but as much as you know, he says he's an avid listener, I don't think he is. So you're fucking saying he's a lying piece of excrement? You said that, not me. Well, you know, doesn't want to play with video games with me anymore. Find out now that he's lying to me that he listens to my podcast. I see how it is. I see how it is. We're pulling you a complete trapdoor to hell right now because we didn't even answer Mr. X's questions. Uh, Valentina oh. Shevchenko gets Amanda Nunes third time's a charm. <laughs> I mean, Amanda Nunes has just absolutely ran through everybody, Valentina included. So it's like y- you could go to it. And the crowd at Jacksonville was definitely behind Valentina. So maybe her star power is, try- is starting to turn around. And it is a fight that you look around and they've kind of done everything in their own division. And you kind of know what you're go- what you're going to get if they fight and, but maybe Valentina pulls off the upset. You don't know. Now. I don't think that's a main event caliber fight. That's going to sell a bunch of pay-per-view buys. Now it's very, I mean, unfortunately this is kind of how it is right now with the women's division is they are the second or third from the top on these multi title pay-per-views. But if they want to throw that on there as like the second title fight with whatever other fight they have, if that put that with the John Jones, Francis Sagano, if that fight ever happens, I think that's a definitely a good semi-main. Well, I mean, I have to think about the fact that, you know, I understand you want names to draw money. But when is enough enough? When are you going to give the chance to the next person? When is enough enough and it's time for a change? Call speedy oil change? I was, gonna, I was going more like uh, Owen Hart, Nation of Domination impersonation. Oh, I thought it was a baseball with, thing with, you know. with the Xbox, Xbox, X, X, Xbox. Dirty Lux football. I, I didn't know that. Did you know that? I didn't know. I did. I did. Football. <laughs> I did uh, found. Well, it was a friend of a friend that told me that. But, you know, loves football. Dan's crazy. Next question. Forget to mention these new Bengal uniforms. Love how they're simple and to the point with old school Bengal feel to them. Not to mention bringing back Ocho Single himself to help debate Debut, debut. Uh, was he helping the baby? Do let's go. You don't know the baby memes. 
Let's go. Uh, I, I don't know any of the baby memes. There's no, you're my moon. Na, 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 na. That's okay. It's it's still not as egregious as you and I know in the Wolverine picture meme. That one just, I don't know how you've never seen what that. What are you talking about? The meme of Wolverine laying in bed, looking at a picture. And he's all sad. And people meme it all the time. And once again, you're doing it right now. You don't know what that meme is. And it pisses it me the fuck me, off. I don't know what you're talking about. It isn't it to me. <laughs> Filibuster, Dominic. I mean... I mean, I know there was one of the Deadpool, right? Or is that what you're talking? I don't know. That might be what you're talking about. But I mean, let's just uh, let's just face it. I'm fucking not with the times, bro. And I really hope none of our future employers who listen to this episode, especially this. Well, not to mention the other episodes, but this one, especially because I'm just laying the fuck bombs and F-bombs. And I just said fuck again. So why does I keep saying F-bombs? I just I keep saying fuck. Oh, my God. And he got me a message. And what is this? Oh, look, I see when I think of fucking Wolverine, I'm thinking of Hugh Jackman, not cartoon Wolverine. But why is it blank? Because that's where you put your own memes. So I how put do baby in there? Let's go The baby as in like the rapper the baby. Let's go. I don't I don't I, I don't I don't I don't follow. That's okay. And like three years when you discover 2019 music, because I know you're just getting over 2018 music. Then we can have this discussion about the baby. Leave me alone. I'm an old soul. I love Frank Sinatra and alcohol. Leave me the fuck alone. Jesus. God. Next question. It's actually a wrestling question. We're done with sports. Bye, Travis. Bye, Travis. Your brother's an a-hole. Is it me or do Mason Tibor just come off as a post-apocalyptic version of the Viking Raiders? Now they don't have their masks. I forget if we even talked about fucking Mason T-Bar and unmasking, but I think we did. Yeah, they sh- they shouldn't have kept the same look without the mask. It just reeks of retribution and them having it doing the exact same thing two weeks in a row with Braun and Drew is eye rolling. It's trash. I mean, everything outside of Roman Reigns in WWE right now is kind of trash. And the re- I mean, Dominic Dijakovic, he's a star. Maybe not anymore, but yeah, the, the look is is not good. And they continue to like speak in, I wouldn't say tongues, but they continue to like, you know, speak in that verbiage of retribution and yada, yada, yada. So, I mean, despite l- not having the mass, it's still retribution. Let, let's just be real here. It's only a matter of time until they let, uh, let's see his name, T-Bar? Is it T-Bar? T-Bar Dominic? is Dijak. Okay. Uh, well, until they let go of Mace. And we Is see it because T-bar. he's black. No, it's just because he's a fucking trash. He's a trash. He's trash. Oh, right. Because he's a black wrestler. Uh, but, uh, hey, hey. I don't know why you got to automatically assume that. I'm Man, just saying you take Mac not... Jones over Justin Fields. You take oh, it bar over Mace. I mean, I think there's a pretty consistent trend here, Dominic. You're just trying to really get me fired, huh? I mean, you can't get fired on your day off. Brandon, I, I mean, Ask Ask Cube. Got you, bitch. Anyways. I just, you know, Dominic Dijakovic is a star. He will get, just like everybody else, you get put in these shitty situations. You just fucking smile and say, yes, sir, you do it. And eventually, they'll see how great you are, and they'll just fucking let you fucking be cool. Doing your own thing. 
Now, how long it takes is a different story. So I think, you know, big things for Dominic. Is Mia Yim going to continue to be reckoning with, with the mask, without the mask? Is we going to get Mia Yim on SmackDown? I really hope we just get fucking Mia Yim eventually. I mean, oof. let's just say she is. Uh, Next question. Amazing. Next question, Dominic. You sure you don't want to keep talking about Mia Yim? I am. I think you want to continue to talk about me, Yim, and that's why we should go on to the next question. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Am I the only one who wants to see Brian Danielson return to Ring of Honor and face Jonathan Grisham for the pure title and possibly reclaim, reclaim? It's reclaim what once was his. You are not alone, Mr. X, if Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson leaves WWE. And if he goes to ROH, I would assume that means he goes other places as well. It's not the tip top of my list, but it would definitely be on the front half of it, of him to go to ROH and maybe do some some things over there. So I agree with you. I'm very ex- I would be very, very excited. And we can just throw it in real quick. Daniel Bryan did leave or did lose the Daniel Bryan loser leave town match. Just him, not Roman Reigns. And he's he's gone. I think we talked about maybe a little bit him being detached. Where is Daniel Bryan? Does he go to NXT? He's going to Raw. Okay, okay, okay. He's going to Raw and he's going to become WWE champion again. Next question. It's actually the last question. And Brandon, you know, I know we're we're pro life, pro everything. We're we're against the machine. We rage against the machine. We we do so many things, but I'm going to totally botch this name and it's going to be fucking, it's going to sound horrible and I don't want you to make fun of me. Okay. So please bear with me. Okay. It's a wrestling question. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Can I, can I take a guess right now? <laughs> sure. Is it Yuji Nagata? <laughs> yes. Last fucking go, baby. <laughs> ah, I'm really excited to see Yuji Nagata face Moxley for the IG, IWGP US title on Dynamite. Could we see an AEW title defense in Japan anytime soon? Plus, do you think there's a limit on how many companies AW want to work with so that they're not spreading themselves thin? Or is the forbidden door open to anyone? It's a little tricky right now, still with the pandemic going on. We're seeing more of the Japanese wrestlers from New Japan go over to America than the American wrestlers go over to Japan. Now, could that happen by the G1? I don't know. They still they just did another state of emergency over there in Japan, so I don't know how everything is going to work out on that front. But we are seeing there's definitely more of a relationship. And I am very excited, again, to see Moxley versus Yuji Nagata on a uh, AW in a couple weeks. It's going to be a lot of fun. My question to you, Dominic, is how are you going to say the great Yuji Nagata's name? Yuji Nagata? But before that, like the first try. Like, obviously, like, you worked it out in what? your mind at the beginning, but, like, before you actually verbally said it. I need to look at like, it again. What was on. in your mind? What was the first draft? I think Yuji was the f- was going to come to my head. Maybe not, like, so I think I might have said it right in my head, but I think, like, coming out. You get been, in your head. I mean, I think coming out would have been a little, uh, you know. I'm not, I'm not going to say it. But you don't want to come too fast because when you come too fast, you just get kind of all over the place. You don't know what's going on. That and then I didn't want to be like my uh, 
Oscar impersonator kind of, you know, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, we're putting that one deep under. You think you you could talk for another like 10 minutes so I can go grab another beer? Sure, because if that is the last of the questions, we can head on into some. Wait, hang uh, on. Let me let me check the Twitter. Hang on, let me check the Twitter. Hang on. I was gonna check the Twitter. Maybe Copenhagen Smith came never back. Never know. Again. He came back. You never know. Let's see. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, what? What? Did Paulina XOXO sixty nine sixty nine DM you? No, I was like, when did I ever mess DM trapped over hell? And I forgot they started it with, we want those dick pics, Dominic. Wasn't this like a year ago? This was, yeah, 2020. 216, 2020. I responded, you'll get the dick pics when we had that crossover episode. And we, Which we fucking, did. We did. Yep. So you just this re- is awkward. <laughs> you uh, won't just send him one right now. Just randomly out the blue. I mean, I, you know. Whenever I send some pictures lately, it's been saying like files too big to share. You know, <laughs> I don't want the same thing to happen. You know what I mean? You never said your dick was going to be in the pic. Oh, that's oh, I can send a picture of Oreos. I forgot about that. Whoa, consent, consensually. Right, I'm gonna go grab another beer. I got to drink like four more of those fucking iced teas to get them out of my house. So, all right, so Donald's gonna go get shit faced off of some shitty, truly iced tea so that he can send a dick pic to trapdoor to hell. But first, we got to talk about some television. Uh, I guess it's sports and wrestling news kind of combined all into one. We got some Turner sports news. The NHL has partnered or I guess been purchased. No, Turner sports has bought the rights to some NHL games. They will, and the home will primarily be on TNT and they will have the Stanley cup finals every single every other year they got rights to some playoff games i believe some regular season games and it's just one of those things that you never know exactly what's going to happen with aew tony khan is right now saying wednesday night is their night but we're seeing in may the nba will be bumping aew once again i probably should have pulled up the dates just to begin with but i believe it is at the end of may they will be doing a Friday show. So yeah, they originally it was supposed to be for May 16th. That will be moved from the Wednesday to Friday, May 28th at 10 PM Eastern time. So later on a Friday, don't know what the ratings will be for that show. It's going to be very interesting, interesting to see. We will talk a little bit about ratings. Both shows did go down. I mean, you, you could kind of nitpick and say a reason why, but, I think NXT's reasoning might be more because the product hasn't been that great. Dynamite, they did have that uh, Joe Biden address that might have took away some viewers. But uh, the dra- no, draft was Thursday, not Wednesday, so it has nothing to do with that. But uh, Dominic, are you back to talk? Oh, I'm back. And I'm taking a look at, you know, Brick and Kayfabe here for a second. I'm in my brother's room because he's not here right now. And I realized I gave him a Madison Bumgarner plaque, a autographed Ric Flair plaque, and a, what was that, Burnsy and a Joe Thornton signed plaque. I am a fucking good brother. You know that? You are a good person, Dominic. Great brother. Anyways, Dominic, your thoughts on uh, Turner Sports getting some NHL rights, NBA bumping AEW. Do you see with the NHL, this means more moving for AEW? 
it's a good thing or a bad thing. Some good I mean, customers. I think we, we talked about that when I think before they really like started doing their shows was like what happens when. But now when there's the NHL, we didn't think the NHL was going to be a thing. And now it's the end. Now it's the NHL and the NBA. Yeah. So my thing is where where does that put T uh, not TNT? Where does that put dynamite? My opinion, I much rather air a hockey game over AEW. Now, if people want to start complaining, write some petitions, you know, get it out there, I'm sure they'll do it. But I mean, I think NHL pays a lot more than the Khan family. AEW did get a good deal signing that uh, renewal before the pandemic, locking them in for a few years. So they will be on TNT. They will be with Turner. Maybe they get moved to TBS some nights on a Wednesday. I don't know what's better for them to stay on TNT, but a different day or stay same time, but on a different channel. I mean, Tony Khan has said that Wednesday is their night. They're not going to move, but I wouldn't be shocked if they do move maybe to Tuesday and then maybe NXT moves back to Wednesday because that was kind of the reason, or at least the window dressing that they said was because of the NHL. That's why they're moving. And NBC never got that NHL deal. So, well, one thing I will say is, and I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but when TNA was on Spike TV is when I found them and I started to really watch them. I mean, I really like, I mean, not, I mean, not just because Jeff Hardy was there, but I mean, that's where I found AJ Styles. I found Abyss. I found Kazarian, Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe. Um, I mean, fucking Curry man, shark boy. I mean, there's these people that, I was like, really, who the fuck are these nobodies? And it, you know, gave me, you know, I'm not going to say it kind of drug me out of the WWE hole and into something else. So, I mean, maybe they can go to Spike. Fuck TNT and fucking, you know, uh, Turner and all them. Fuck them. Go to somewhere else, man. That would be just a wild move if AEW were to go to Spike. I mean, let's face it, though. You sign a deal and you're like, all right, you know, hey, we want to fucking put a show out for you and we're getting consistent viewership. And now you want to fucking bump us for fucking NHL hockey. Like I would be a little pissed off. I'd be like, hey, I take my money elsewhere if you can't fucking give me the spotlight, bro. I bet you all the money in my bank account, which is not that much, but it's something that AEW will never be on Spike TV. I bet you all the money in my dresser drawer that at one point AEW will be on something other than Turner. Which means we both could be right because Spike TV Dominic is not a thing anymore. That's paramount. You know what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're Mr. Smart ass. I work at home because I'm smart. You know what? Fuck you, Brandon. Fuck you. You want to rip away my Call of Duty moments with you? I came in third place with Rob today because of you. You taught me how to do it. Thank you, Dominic, for taking the torch and carrying. I had nine kills and he had to leave early. Damn. I even respond- you out here yeah. doing duo trios? Yeah, No, it was duo duos and fucking... You gave, was- you gave him the, uh, the crown so he can we can face off just a bunch of uh, children who are just like running backwards and defaults against. Actually, no, these guys are actually pretty good. I fucking 
He's like, all right, I got to go. I'm like, all right, later, man. I fucking oh, so get... when I'm on, he can't talk to us. But when you're with him, he can talk. He figured it out. It was his controller. Oh, his controller was bad. But no, no, listen, listen, motherfucker. Fucking I, I get my goose kill. I drop down. I fucking some guy kills a guy in front of me. I finish him off. Grab his shit. Kill that guy. Guy gets called back. Kill that guy with a fucking sniper. And, you know, go on to get a couple more kills. And I'm in the final like four. And didn't realize it was like one on one on one on one. Came in third. Good job, Dominic. I am so proud of you. Then finally, something we uh, never talk about really is MLW. Apparently, there have been some discussions about some partnerships between WWE and MLW. MLW did just get that deal with Vice. What's MLW? Major League Wrestling. Sounds stupid. Probably third, fourth. Biggest American fifth PWG. Well, PWG hasn't ran a show in over a year, so because they're done. Okay, well, on that very intriguing introspective of the WWE MLW possible partnership, let's move on to the NXT on Tuesday. They came in at a 744 viewership, once again, down kind of a sharp decline. We've seen NXT go down continuously these last couple weeks. Dominic, is it uh, time to be concerning? Because the NXT product has not not terrible, but we're going to go through it, and there's definitely some main roster troubling aspects to the show. Let's just go through it. You know, whatever comes to mind comes to mind. Well, we started the show off hot with Mercedes Martinez taking on Dakota Kai. And how did this match end? Well, it ended in a distraction DQ finish, of course. After Mercedes Martinez was doing, you know, kind of taunting Raquel Gonzalez a little bit. Raquel Gonzalez, after being a smiley baby face these past few weeks, just put her girl face back on. And then she was just mean. And then she just kind of attacks Martinez really for no good reason. And then destroys Martinez after the fact. So I don't know how we're supposed to feel. About Raquel Gonzalez after this. I was just starting to like her. Then she did this. I mean, can we say big show treatment? I mean, it's just the beginning. Well, I mean, we need to wait 10 years and 30 more turns to give it the big show treatment. But I mean, you can't get to 30 without one. True, true, true. But I mean, Mercedes Martinez heel, Dakota Kai heel. But does that make Dakota Kai pseudo babyface going against Mercedes Martinez. Undersized, good at selling, sympathetic, popular with the fans. So babyface. Exactly. But I just, you know, I really don't understand some of their booking strategies and stuff like that. You know what? I really don't understand, Dominic, how they are just burying Tony Storm. She comes out, she cuts a promo burying Zeta Ramirez. And Tony Storm beats up on Zeta for a few minutes. And Zoe Stark comes out. Distraction finish two times to start the show. Just absolutely love to see it. And Tony Storm loses to Zeta Ramirez in four minutes after losing to Zoe Stark a few weeks ago. And it's a distraction finish on top of it. Tony Storm needs to leave and go somewhere other than NXT. Brandon, I have to ask a question here because I, I, I just feel this hostility towards you right now. Um, why is it that you know? Okay, okay I, I got a couple questions for you. One, you say you're a wrestling fan, correct? I dabble. I've seen a few shows. Okay, so if you're a wrestling fan, 
why do you have so much hatred towards distractive advantages? I mean, granted, yes, I understand. It kind of ruins storyline progression. It kind of buries certain talent. You're it, told to get invested, and this is almost more for the main roster. because, Well, I mean, it happens in NXT as well, but you're told to invest 10, 12, 15 minutes of your attention span to watch the show, to watch this match, and then it just ends in bullshit. And at this point, yes, I just skim through Raw and SmackDown and kind of NXT now at the point where I can get through it in under an hour because mm-hmm. I already know what's really going to happen. And then mm-hmm. what happens? Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah, didn't expect okay. Tony Storm to to lose, so okay. I just kind of skim through and was like, "Oh, Tony Storm's going to get this squash win. Good for her. She's going to okay. come back. She's going to do the thing with Zoe Stark." Nope, she loses, and I start to flip the fuck out. So I will say you are very much. A problem just like everybody fucking else. Oh, I'm the problem. No, you're the problem. Because you don't give it a fucking chance. You sit here behind your computer and fucking being all like, oh, you know, these new attractive finishes, blah, 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 blah. But see, now these people are listening to you. And they go, fuck it, I'm not going to tune into NXT because, you know, Brandon Tanguma from Curbs and Chair Shots, the worldwide known podcast, you know, just totally buries NXT. So I'm going to listen to I'm only going to watch AEW now. And then when they listen, then when they listen to this, they go, "Fuck, Brandon knows everything. Dominic doesn't know anything, so we're gonna listen to the bullet cast." How's that make it? Last time I just... saw, I mean, their uh, their host is like super charismatic. Don't 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 fucking go there. Don't fucking go there. Don't don't go there. Cameron Grimes goes and shops for a watch, and he is doing some camera grimes things and he finally gets that watch at the end of the show but who has a better watch the million dollar man tid dibiase we finally get them on the same screen in the same room it was kind of dumb it was kind of funny and they luckily didn't put too much time into it so it was a fun little cameo don't think they're gonna go any further with this what are you talking about he's gonna fucking manage him now watch guaranteed million dollar man is here next week guaranteed bet you all the money's in my shoe Okay, speaking of shoe, Dominic, you are just one with the transitions. GYV comes out and cuts a promo, and they kind of talk about how they should be the tag team champions. But then Tommaso Ciampa, Timothy Thatcher come out, interrupt them. Ciampa talks about his friend, his tag team partner, Toothless Timmy. That gets over the crowd. But also, Ciampa brings back the take your shoes off if you hate Gibson line back over there across the pond in NXT UK. So then the crowd takes off their shoes and they start chanting, Ciampa, Dex, Gibson with his shoe. So how much money do you think is in Tommaso Ciampa's shoe? I'm sorry. I was too too busy. I was kind of distracted by this tweet that Mick Foley did. Did you see it? Does it include Noel Foley? No, it does not. Ah, damn. It says, and this was 11 hours ago, so that's why I figured you saw it, but it says, dear... I'm a hardworking man, dog. I can't be on social media. Fuck you one day. Dear Vince, an all women's brand needs... To happen in eight in AEW, no, in WWE, unless you want AEW to beat you to the punch. Sincerely, Mick at Vince McMahon. I'm kind of distracted by that right now. Do you think an all women's brand would, I mean, I hate to say it, do you think it would succeed? Uh, they have so much talent. NXT, best women's division in North America. Raw and SmackDown have enough talented women they should be doing more with them collectively they had the evolution show it was a one-time thing they 
kind of hinted at maybe this could be a recurring thing. Why isn't it? I'm not, I maybe don't agree with having an all women show unless you completely take off the women from the other shows. Cause then that kind of dilutes the product. And then you have an all men show on your quote unquote more popular shows, which that might not, that's not a good look. So I'm more for an all women's show. Not, ex- not exactly like a television weekly show, but like a pay-per-view special again, just evolution, all women's that's it. Uh-huh. You can do some one-offs. You can, you know, do like every four or five months, twice a year. I don't know. The women need to have their own WrestleMania. That's what they need to have. An all-women's WrestleMania. They woke Dominic to the rescue. Uh, Bronson Reed takes on Austin Theory, and if Reed wins, which he did, he now gets a North American title shot against Johnny Gargano. But the main reason that this match was here is for more index stand against Dominic. I know you might have some hot takes on. <laughs> I know you have some hot takes on <laughs> Dexter Loomis allegedly sending the love basket to Ember and Shotzi. And I'm going to tell you right now, I read your text message you just sent me completely wrong. And it sent me for a tizzy for like a good five seconds. I don't understand what that means. Sent you for a tizzy, but Brandon, I do have some fucking hot takes. How dare he send a love basket to Shotzi and Ember when he is totally in cahoots with, with, with fucking Indy Lockhart, whatever fuck her name is. Brandon, I'm fucking, I really say I'm fucking right now. <laughs> I'm fucked right now. <laughs> uh, I'm reading your texts out loud. I don't give a shit. But yes, Brandon, I don't like that. So yes, Dominic texted me that he said he's fucked right now. And I just, I, it's kind of little small text in the corner. I thought he said he's fucking right now. So there you go. I mean, let's just say, let's just be honest here. Did you, did you if, find uh, Ian's? Actually, no, gimmick? it's really, actually, you know, does he really got a gimmick? Hey. Dead ass right now. I'm, he has a fucking loaded Glock right next to his bed. Motherfucker's crazy. Don't touch the Glock, Dominic. Please, for the love of God, don't, 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 don't pull a Brian Pillman on us. It's a big black Glock. Zia Lee's back. Her and Boa and I forget what the face painted lady is. They did a their best Bohemian Rhapsody cosplay, and she spoke in Chinese. And a graphic popped up. So Zia Lee's still here she's not doing anything right now but she's still here good for her i don't know why i keep texting you it's just so much fun to text you <laughs> anyways Zaylee, brandon I- i'm gonna say it maybe stupid maybe drunk don't give a shit Zaylee needs to be women's champion just saying i feel like she is kind of stagnant and i think that being pushed into the upper uh, upper epsilon would be good for her. Echelon. Echelon. God damn it, Dominic. Now you get me all fucked up. Anyways. So I, this is what happens when I talk to my drunk friend. He just makes me start drinking because I feel bad for him. Damn. Uh, so, Zylie, I agree with you. I think she is talented. And the thing she's been doing right now, the revamped character has been like super different. And it's not, I thought it was going to be too cartooning over the top, which there are aspects to it. But I, I very much enjoyed a lot more than I thought I would. The only problem is with the champion right now being Raquel Gonzalez. It is a tough ask. I know we talked, you know, she bounced back and forth. Who knows? Zylee's clearly a heel. If 
EO was still the champion and they were really trying to build Xia Li, I think that could have been a better matchup because EO was much smaller, just like Xia Li is much smaller. So she's it's almost an uphill climb because she's such a small heel. Mm-hmm. But the but the uh presentation of her has been fantastic imperium defeats drake and dane good for them we get alexander wolf almost trying to hit dane but then he couldn't so maybe alexander wolf gets kicked out right dominic he looks just assume- like uh, killian dane right I, what i don't want whatever i, I would know. assume so i'm trying to get I, you on tangents oh sorry i would assume so just because of the fact that um you know when i saw that clip of him holding that steer still chair and like, oh, I can't do it. The one thing that made me come back to, and I'm trying to remember because I had it in the back of my fucking head. I can't remember, but I will just say, I I really don't want them to kind of scrap what they're doing with Imperium and, you know, trying to go back to uh, sanity kind of shit just because Eric Young's not there. But I mean, I feel like to do something with it would be kind of cool. But unless they're going to really push that tag team and really fucking, you know, give it 100 percent, they don't need to they don't they don't need to ruin Imperium. They really don't. Wholeheartedly agree. Shotzi and Ember Moon were supposed to take on Robert Stonebrand for the NXT tag titles, but that never happened because Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae attack Moon and Shotzi before this will set up a tag title match next week. Not with the Robert Stonebrand, which kind of is weird why that's not happening he attacked the champions then you just get a title shot makes total sense to me so Shotzi Ember going up against the way once again Dominic you know I'm team Candace your team Shotzi we got to go head to head once again well I mean the one thing I wasn't think that when you said that came to my head was the fact that aren't we supposed to become tag team champions so I'm just throwing it out there if I was to hit BTW dude up and be like hey you know we want to become tag team champions. Can you make it happen just for the night? Would you be down? Sure, Dom. He got that kind of pull. I, I mean, mean, if you if you partner up with BTW, you're going to get mega heat with the bullet cast now. Because I know. mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. I mean, you know, I'll throw down the challenge. I'm way more charismatic. Way more charismatic. Right, Brandon? Come on. He doesn't get drunk on the podcast with you. Come on. Come on. You, you know what the right answer is here. I don't think he's ever been drunk on the post shows. I know I've been drunk on the post shows. Oof. And most of the times I'm hosting those things. I mean, I'm pretty sure you've been a fucking annihilated when we were. Oh, were you drunk in Vegas when we had to do the post recap and all that? Sh- no, I, I know I was drunk on the YouTube shit going to double or nothing. We, we never did an actual proper live from vegas post show we did our complete recap like a week later we did i believe so was i was i really that fucking drunk on the way there i guess well you i remember you telling me you were that drunk but very similar to right now you were holding up very good and i couldn't tell but when we were in line which was a very long line and the very oh didn't didn't i drop a certain word i wasn't supposed to drop yeah you might have yeah (laughs) you might have you might have said a a word that starts with a certain letter that people shouldn't be saying (laughs) especially in public when there's a certain person a few feet away from you luckily it's a live casino so they can't hear you anyways yes dominic we had to walk like almost the entire length of the casino just so he can go take a piss and he almost pissed his pants but he did not so chili bowl didn't turn a lemon hey just speaking of it though i do gotta take a piss and I'm gonna go to another drink, so I'll be right back. All right. So while Dominic goes, takes a piss and gets a drink, 
hopefully not at the same time. Legato del Fantasma takes on MSK and Kushida in the main event. Legato del Fantasma cuts a promo beforehand. MSK and Kushida also cut a promo beforehand, or at least during the show. MSK continues to be corny and super annoying, and I don't know what they think is good about this character. Obviously, they're supposed to be baby faces, but yet they're just not likable. And Legato del Fantasma are cool dudes in suits and chains and talking all the smack and backing it up. Like I know Legato del Fantasma isn't exactly, at least the tag team isn't on the top tier, but still, they got swag. MSK doesn't. But Legato del Fantasma does get the win at the end. All three men hold up the respective titles, lay out all three of their opponents. I know since Dominic might have consumed one too many drinks, he might be in the bathroom for a long, long time. He probably doesn't have too much to talk about. So then uh, preview a little bit about next week's NXT. They are kind of going head to head. Well, they're not going head to head with AEW, but they do have a little bit of a bigger show than normal. They advertise Isaiah Swerve Scott and Leon Ruff with a Falls Count Anywhere match. I think Swerve does good promos when he's in that uh, studio scene and Ruff didn't, I don't think he did really anything on the show, but Swerve, I like how he carries himself. Hopefully he get the win here and he can carry himself into the next level, into the next echelon, upper echelon. A wise man once said on this podcast, women's tag titles already talked about that a little bit. I would assume this is more Dexter Loomis bullshit. Now it's kind of fun bullshit. It's kind of stupid and over the top and it's over with the fans. I would, I'm going to go with the champions retaining here. So there you go. There's my little preview for next week's NXT. Then moving on to AEW, they came in at 889,000 viewers on last week's or this week's Wednesday show. This one, yeah, it's a bit of a disappointment going up against the the Joe Biden address. That one does kind of hurt a little bit, but they still are putting on a good show. And I always feel confident if you're putting on a good show, and this was definitely one of them, that if you put on a good show sooner rather than later, people will catch on and it will become more and more popular. That's what happened with, with Raw. In 97, Raw was a much better product than Nitro, but yet the ratings didn't pan out that way. It didn't, it took, you know, half a year, an entire year for people to kind of catch on, like, oh, this WCW stuff is kind of trash, but what Stone Cold's doing over there in DX, they're cool. They're hip. This is awesome. We're going to watch that instead. Not saying AEW is going to pop those types of numbers, but that's why I said NXT is a little bit more troubling because their shows consistently are not on a higher end they're like you know they're no bet they're no worse than like a five on a scale but they don't get that top tier upper echelon like uh aw does dominic are you back to talk aw dynamite yes i was told to stop drinking uh, but did you make it back with a drink fuck yeah yeah, baby. <sighs> we start off Dynamite with Brian Cage and Hangman Adam Page. So don't get those two confused, Dominic. I'm confused. Uh, Brian, Brian Cage power bombs Hangman Page again uh, on the ring, not the ring apron, but the now you're getting me confused. Stage, stage area. There we go. So Cage actually beats Page. Page is the number one contender. Page, Page, Diamond Dallas Page, Page. 
Page Page? Page with an I. No, Hangman Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page, looking like this will kind of distract him with Team Taz, so he's a number one contender winning all these matches. Not going to go face Kenny Omega, double or nothing. Cage beats Page. Dominic, your thoughts on Page losing to Cage and what this Dis- means for Page. Disappointed. See, and this is probably where we di- we differ a little bit. Um, I would be more okay with a distraction finish than seeing somebody like Adam Page once again being held down and not giving given the title opportunity and the title reign he fucking deserves. Okay. Adam page would be a fucking champion in WWE, but he is a team player, which can't knock him for it. I've always been a team player. I've always been a good guy, but sooner or later, he's going to say, you know what? Why the fuck am I being fucking in these, you know, bullshit fucking storylines when I should be going against Kenny Omega, the guy who I teamed with who screwed me. And why am I not taking the title away from him? So it's fine, but I really hope sooner than later, he gets that title shot and he captures the AEW war title. I'm not going to put this on par with the NXT distraction finishes because AEW doesn't do this type of finish really at all if i'm trying to kind of go back and think about it but it was attacked beforehand page was just on the offensive throughout the entire match because of the pre-match attack he gets the pin a little bit of a shocker but cage has been kind of put on the backseat because of what darby and sting have been doing and they're much more of a priority so it is nice to see that cage is getting more of a look and being able to get a big win against page and i think they are delaying the page title win against Omega for whenever we get a full crowd back. I, th- I honestly think that's just a load of shit. I think you'd get more people tuning in to see page walking in there with a fucking beer with, with the strap on his shoulder, just being like, what's up y'all just saying, just saying we got the new look young bucks taking on the side L brothers and the young bucks get the win after Matt takes Mike to Dick Punch City and Golden Trigger or whatever Ooh. they fucking call it. Not a golden shower. Can I just say, what's the point of fucking having Matt Seidel there if you're not going to utilize him as like, you know, something that's worth utilizing? He's up there in age. He's not like the super talented high flyer. You have Phoenix. You have guys who do what he used to do better than what he does now. He has a little bit of the WWE stink on him, if you want to call it. I agree. You could do something a little bit more, but AEW's roster is kind of so deep at the moment that if I'm looking and it's an old guy with WWE history or Phoenix or Penta, which we'll talk about, I'm going to go with the other guys. I mean, granted. Oh, my God. The Oakland Athletics actually won a replay. Holy shit. Oh, by the way, Giants are in first place. Oh, forgot to talk about that. We didn't do any baseball talk, but Dominic is drunk. Is drunk Dominic a Giants fan so he can talk about the Giants being in first place? Fuck yeah! No, I'm joking. No, fuck the Giants. I mean, hey, I think I said it from day one. I am a Bay Area sports fan. My allegiance is with the A's, but 
I will always support a Bay Area team. I'm not going to be that person that's going to say, fuck the Giants, even if they win. I'm like, hey, good job for you guys. You know, maybe next time we'll see you in the World Series. You never know. But my A's aren't looking too bad either. So, you know, good job to everybody. You know, good job to everybody. Pats for Patrick. You know what I mean? Pats for Patrick. Uh, the... Not the 49ers, but the Giants hold a one-game lead over those Los Angeles Doyers. They are losing to the Giants, pronouns Bell, are losing to the Padres right now. So maybe that drops to a half a game. I was trying to see if the Dodgers already lost, which maybe they lost already. Oh, yes, they lost to the Milwaukee Brewers, who are also in first place. But this isn't the MLB recap. This is the AW Dynamite recap. Orange Cassidy beats Pentagon. Kind of wish Penta would be on the higher pecking order than Orange Cassidy. Kind of sucks. I mean, but the way it is right now, I kind of see why they did it this way. I mean, if you if if you kind of understand why, why are you sounding so sour apple about it? I understand why they did it because in total, Orange Cassidy is a bigger star, more protected, doing more than Penta is. But I would say that Penta has more skills more marketable things and more diverse there's more things you can do and take advantage of with the penta character and just having them have an annoying voice in the background not exactly the best thing i think if you just have penta out there sounding cool speaking spanish maybe throwing a few english words zero miedo that's all you need i have to ask this and this isn't drunk Dominic. This is sober Dominic. Okay. So I'm going to be real quiet about this. Do you think, you know, I, I, I look back in WWE history and one of the top Latino stars is Eddie Guerrero, of course. Correct. So one can only assume, do you think he as in Ray Phoenix or even Penta, or I don't know who the fuck we're talking about because I'm drunk. We were talking about Penta. Penta. Do you think they're trying to groom him into be an Eddie Guerrero-esque caliber star? Or more of a Alberto, not going to name his name because he's a fucking rapist and fucking person abuser motherfucker, Del Rio, where he had that type of, you know, star power, so to speak. I would put him more in the Eddie portion of things as Seth Brown, deep left center field, right center field, and it flies out. I hate to say it. But anyways, I mean, Penta, when it comes to like size, I was kind of thinking of like size of, you know, Eddie and Del Rio, like in terms of like actual body size. And Penta is kind of like in that awkward space where he's like not a super small guy, kind of like Mysterio or, or Eddie. Like he is shorter, but he's he's a thick boy. So he kind of looks bigger than what he That's actually a is. Bitch. Yes. There you go. You can move on now. Well, I was going to uh, try to transition to Britt Baker's promo, but after what you just said, you know, I don't know exactly. If there's a nice I mean, way to transition after what you just said. I mean, I mean let's be honest. she ain't no thick bitch. To be honest. <clears throat> what about uh, Reba? Wait, what? Reba was there too. Reba McIntyre, the country singer? No. I mean, you, you, are we really going down this road? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you like, you like, you like some Reba? Come on. 
I dude, I fucking loved your TV show, man. Come on. Like the redheads. I mean, I was going to throw something out there, but you know, I don't want to throw my boy Doug, his business out there. So, you know, I don't even know what that means, but you know, okay. Doug, you remember Doug? Yeah, but I don't know what him and Reba and redheads have to do with this conversation. I mean, he, he got a good redhead, you know. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this. So it doesn't really fucking matter. But the best redhead out there is our number one fan, Haley, of course. Whoa. I mean, I get that. She's a, she's a she nice the lady. Best fan. She's, she's a the wonderful, fan. wonderful woman. 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 Wonderful. Top, top class. <laughs> the pinnacle and the inner circle have a parlay, not a she's bet drunk. that I make during March Madness. Not, not the bets that I always fail on March Madness, but apparently what an actual real parlay is in war, which I didn't know that was a real thing. Uh, they go back and forth. They do a promo. Absolutely stellar work here from pretty much everybody involved. Even Sean Spears wasn't that bad, but less haha funny shit and more serious. I'm going to kick your ass shit, which I much rather have in my wrestling. I 100% agree, Brandon, that I'd much rather have more serious kick your ass stomp a mud hole in your face kind of shit, then, oh, I'm goofy, ha, ha, ha. So, love it. Pinnacle, pieces of shit. Inner circle, gods. Blood and Guts is next week. Dominic, not looking for a full-on breakdown of how you'd book the match. Who's winning, and what's your expectations? Well, I kind of booked myself into a corner here with saying that Trevor Lawrence is going to screw over Chris Jericho, so I'm going to put Pinnacle. I'm going to go with the pinnacle as well. I think they put over Wardlow big here. And Wardlow is kind of like what they really? did with, not like big, big, but kind of similar to what they did with Raquel Gonzalez in NXT. You have Wardlow get the pin here. And I'm not, they, they don't pin, it's submit or surrender. So I'm going to go. With. Is it in the, in an elimination match or oh, is it's a it... war game? Dominic, we were in person for a war games match. Do you not? Re- I know it's like a five minute spiel, but do you not remember the rules of a war games match? I didn't know it was war games, honestly. I'm fucking, I'm not in a good fucking lady right like right a now. titty. Oh, you already know, brother. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston and Kenny Omega have a segment. Uh, Eddie Kingston was gonna destroy Michael Nakazawa's leg. Kenny said, Sure, fuck it, why not? I don't really care about him, but. Kingston doesn't do it anyways because he's a good person. Just like Dominic's a good person. John Moxley beats up uh, Kenny Omega, yada, yada, yada. This leads into a tag team match for next week between these four men. I would assume Michael Nakazawa is the fall guy, but uh, it was okay and definitely made Omega look like an asshole because he didn't care if his friend got his knee blown out or ankle. Okay, actually, I actually have a legitimate question. Holy shit. I didn't think I could think of one right now, but Sober Dominic is still in there somewhere. He's somewhere deep inside his alcoholic body. Um, speaking of Michael Nakazawa, I haven't really seen much. I'm sure he's on being the elite, probably still doing his little sketch comedy bullshit. But I will say I haven't really heard or seen any AEW releases. Now, do you think they will be needing to release? And if so, would Michael Nakazawa be somebody on the chopping block, you think? I don't think so. It might be some cronyism, but Michael Nakazawa is kind of there because of Kenny Omega and Nakazawa. I believe it's also kind of the liaison into Japan. 
So he does a lot of things more backstage and actually on screen. So there you go. Great. You proved me the fuck wrong. Thanks, buddy. Not to be confused with Brian Cage or Hangman Adam Page, but Christian Cage talked with Taz and they go back and forth. Cage kind of like an asshole a little bit where he says like, oh, I came back from my injury, but you stayed retired. So you are trash and I'm amazing. So Christian Cage, not to be confused with Taz's Brian Cage, tax to Taz. So do we get Hangman Adam Page teaming with Christian Cage to take on Brian Cage and somebody else? Maybe Ethan Page. You're you're doing this just to fucking like annoy me, right? I'm con- I'm confusing my own self and I'm sober as a gopher. And then Vince McMahon and fucking Andre the Giant and, and the Undertaker Warrior and the fucking oh my god, my god, it's Kane, it's Kane fucking comes in here. Let's be honest here. Christian Cage versus Brian Cage. If Christian wins inside a cage, in if Brian Cage versus Christian Cage inside a cage happens, then Nick Cage is going to be the special referee, and it's going to go down on pay per view next week. Called Rage in the Cage or Cage in the Cage. Cages, Kate, Cage. I'm trying to think of something else in the cage. I can't think. I can't think. I just can't think. Brian, are we Brian? Oh my god. What what about Paige in the cage? Whoa, hey. Diamond Dallas Page makes there a run we in. go. That's better. I mean he Are we done yet? I really we I, are almost done. We need to eat the, something. We are into the penultimate segment. Uh the Nightmare Factory takes on the Nightmare. No, the factory takes on the Nightmare family. And Cody returns because there was a big ass bus that the factory drove in on. And QT gets the win, even though he didn't do anything. And Cody beats up QT on top of a whatchamacallit, on top of the big ass bus. And they're gonna have a match next week. So do we see Anthony Agogo just gut punching Cody and that's how QT gets the win, or do we just have Cody get the win and let's just move on with our lives. I just want to say how fucking stupid is the fact that the camera angle they had with QT kind of like leading up to the bus door, you see Cody in the fucking door. Like how bad of a camera angle is that? Like, it'd be one thing if they like, you know, was only on QT and then they like cut to him opening it and like Cody's there would be fine. But the whole time I'm watching it, I see Cody's big ass fucking blonde head in the fucking window. And I'm like, really, dude? Like, you're clearly just standing there waiting, waiting for your cue. Like, can you you're from the WWE? You should be able to fucking know how to like hide yourself a little bit better than that, right? Well, you know, sometimes you just get in the moment, you're not thinking clearly, you got too many hats on. And then you just, you know. and that's what I'm af- that, and That's the one thing that I was afraid of with AEW was the fact that I feel like there's too many wrestlers who are in charge, have big positions, who have big shoes to fill. And yeah, maybe it's a good thing that your VP or whoever it is is a fucking active wrestler because you know what? They understand that, oh shit, this needs to go this way or this person needs to face this person or this storyline needs to turn this way. But when it comes to all said and done, you're 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 in charge. You should be able to fucking see these kind of camera angles and be like, you know what? We need to change this. We need to do this. We need to do that. So that's the only takeaway really from from that segment is the fact that he should have realized that his big fucking blonde dome was in the camera. 
Dominic. That's the smartest thing you've said all podcast. Then Thank in you. the main event, Darby Allen retains his TNT title against 10. I think that a really good uh, video package kind of promo from 10 talking about his relationship with Brody and the TNT title and what it would mean for him to win. Thought it was good for a, a character who's not exactly portrayed a lot on Dynamite. Darby narrowly retains once again, uh, got put in a full Nelson. He does the roll up for the win. So Darby continuing to eke out these wins. I believe that's five weeks in a row now, possibly telling the story of him going one too many times and he finally loses it. And is Miro that person? Because we just always talk about him. And Miro beat the fuck out of Kip Sabian. And then he just hugs and kisses him and says, I'm sorry. So he's on some psychopath bullshit right now, which I kind of like. Is Rusev coming out, so to speak? I don't know where I'm going with that. I was just fucking spewing some bullshit. Anyways, that'll do it for us for today. That was a long one. You know, we haven't done a night podcast in so long. And knowing this is what would happen when we do night podcasts is we just go completely off the fucking rails and look at where we are. We have just this. I is, mean, you I, get a new job. I don't work. I just drink. And I mean, I drink drunk drink. I've drank in six beers within see, it's 930, probably two hours. Is that a lot? Is that not a lot? Is that pussy shit? Or I mean. Six beers in two hours, Brandon. Tell me, is that a is that a good number? It all depends. What's the percentage on those? Uh, let's see. So it started with two reds, hard ciders, which I think are about four percent. I think, I and then beer. I did the the German beer, which is five percent, and then I did three Trulies, which are five percent. It's a decent mark. Three beers, three beers an hour. It's kind of like, you know, maybe do a shot or two, then kind of drink two or three beers. Well, maybe that's a little too much, but three beers, if you're not going to have shots, that's kind of like a, a good solid pace. I know you might be, one might call you a lightweight, but I do think that is a- Well, hey, let, let's just say, I didn't eat anything since like two o'clock. So nothing me? is in my big gut of a belly. Dominic, when we go to the gym? I think I can't. You think you canceled your membership or I can't remember. <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. All right. Thank y'all very much. This might be a recurring thing. We're probably going to be doing more night podcasts or later should podcasts. I, should I take us out? Uh, hey. Uh, yeah. Brandon Hanguma. Dominic Hobson. Fuck your bitch. Hey. Dominic, if they want to send us a question, follow us on social media. Where do they do that? Curveballs and cheers at gmail.com. <laughs> I was I was doing my song and dance and you just completely cut the beat and I was like, I can't go a cappella. I got I got no a cappella rhythm. <laughs> God damn it, Dom. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I think that's the title of the podcast. Is, this this episode is fuck you, bitch. <laughs> You know what, Brandon? Fuck you, all right? I'm trying to be relevant. I'm trying to be fresh. And you want to fucking do that kind of stuff? That's not fun. That's not I mean, funny, That was more man. for me, but then you just kept talking, and then, yeah. That hurts. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to leave this conversation, and I hope you have a good day at work tomorrow. 
I will because I don't have work tomorrow. Oh, so that means you're going to be online at 9 o'clock? I mean, maybe. Yeah, we'll see I, mean, if, I mean, if you wanted to, I'll be online since you know, I'm probably going to be playing something else. But, you know, I'll be online since like 6 o'clock. So because oh, uh, someone, someone's get... working tomorrow? Yeah, she is. Okay, okay. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Some Star Wars squad All right, my, my people will call your people. So if you want to follow, you want to be a part of our people, which you guys already are, follow us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Curveballs and CS. You want to send in an email just like Mr. X, get your own jingle, get your own remix, be a part of the Curveballs and Share Shots EP or the weekday EP. Or email. aluminum. <laughs> or aluminum. You email what's it to song seven. Let's see what's song seven. Oh, okay. it's a drum set. Oh, all right. All right. Drum set. You got to sing the email, Dominic. What is the email? I hit play. When is it going to play? Let's see. Curveball. CS. At Gmail. Dot com. Oh, yeah. What he meant to say was curveball and cs at gmail.com but okay yeah whatever close enough it's all in the description down below thank you all very much for tuning in to this long late podcast till next time that's been drunk dominic with a little bit of sober dominic somewhere stuffed deep deep down inside i've been sober tired brandon goodbye and good night uh bank. 